and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, thank you for joining Random Shots, home of the four craziest mile-high podcasters here in this room. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We are the four craziest podcasters in this room. (laughs) If there was a fifth podcaster in the room, they would still be the craziest. (laughs) They wouldn't be as good as us. All right. Um, so, uh, Dave, uh, where can we find you? Right here on the couch. <laughs> I am, um... That's usually where he is. With a remote in his hand, playing Madden. we're going to talk about the other thing that's usually in my hand. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Uh, and so I am, uh, able to be found at Rowdy Knight on Twitter and Facebook. And I'm Dave. Uh, this is, this is Indy. And we're the Beatles of Podcasters. I'm Ringo. <laughs> and uh, anyway, you can reach me at 303. Wait a minute, I probably should You're Ringo? <laughs> and you're about to give your phone number out. <laughs> this is going to be a great podcast, folks. Buckle up. I'm, so, I'm sorry, people. <laughs> but I'm Ringo. We're the Beatles of Podcasting. You sound more like Yakko. Right? Wacko, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Wacko. <laughs> Thought we were going to have a potty emergency. Potty emergency. <laughs> okay, back. You mean this is where we're going to stay? At the circus? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, you can reach me at Twitter, Daring Debt Dragoon. That's two O's, people. And don't forget to visit the website, random-shots.net. For, and click subscribe, and you can get each and every one of our episodes every see every two weeks or so. That is a fantastic idea. I'm glad that you pointed that out. I and subscribe. Click, subscribe. click on contact. Tweet us on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. I, I think I subscribe. I'm going to have to double check that because if I don't subscribe to our, our own podcast, I'm... Yeah. I will tonight if I don't. <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar. And I am... Tony at Antba44. You can find me on the Twitter sphere. On the Twitter sphere. On the Twitter sphere. It's a wonderful place to be. Yeah, it's right right near and dear to my heart, right next to the Googles. Yeah. Well, oh man, I got the Googles. Sorry. <laughs> you just Twitter that all over your Facebook? <laughs> I had that problem last week. It cleared up after a couple of days. Oh, right. good. And I'm Jerry. Do you have any extra penicillin? <laughs> You can find me at Max Mages, or you can find the podcast at Our Shots Podcast, or you can find us on Facebook, just search Random Shots Podcast, or if you need to, go down to your local clinic and ask for a prescription for penicillin. <laughs> the look that Jerry shot us. <laughs> oh, I wish we were doing a video podcast for that. That was, that was a good look. <laughs> Sometime in year two. <laughs> oh, probably not. No. Um, I know I have a face for radio. I don't know about you guys, but have <laughs> yeah, a um, uh, face for chairs. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you have been hit with a lot of chairs. I have, and that ain't no joke. Speaking of which, I think he still owes me one. I do. Yeah, yeah. I do indeed. It's oh, gonna hurt. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, jokes. I've never been hit, hit in the head by a chair. Maybe we could do it podcast. Me getting hit in the chair live for the first time. Okay. <laughs> I do have a metal chair here. He has the right kind of chair. It has padding, though. 
not the same. The problem with it is they're never going to believe it unless we film it. Right, we can put it on. Once he comes to from his concussion, he can post it on the website. Exactly. Yeah. I I, I think audio only. And one of those eight second gifts where it just repeats over and over. That's right. Just please, for the love of God, put your hands up. All right. Well, maybe we should save that bucket list item for another day. Absolutely. All right. Hey, you know, we could do it on a road trip while on our way to see a stand-up comedian. Hey, hey that could be our next event, yeah. stand-up comedy. We got lots of jokes tonight, and uh, that's because uh, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, comedians. People that we are nowhere near as funny as. Well, there's some that are not that funny. Uh, yeah. I I think I'm funnier than... What, are we on last comic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, oh. that was one of the few good seasons of that, because they've done, like, way too many, I think, but uh, there was one of the seasons where they had to do the, I'm funnier than, and yes. I, I really enjoyed that season. I think the first two seasons they did that when Jay Moore was still involved in it, and right. then once Jay Moore left, because they, they, the, they wanted to take them out of the house, and they wanted them to... Yeah, moved to a yeah. different format, and it really did go a little bit downhill after that. It's so funny, but right. uh, yeah. This last last couple of seasons, though, they just felt like they rushed through it. It was like only like felt like the only like three weeks long. I think it was like five or six. Like it uh, it went way too too fast, where they just cut out so much as far as uh, with each individual comedian. It was just rushed. Yes, and. Um, don't forget, later on, this very podcast, we will be reaching up to the top shelf, pulling down our top three favorite comedians of all time. Oh yeah, this is our preview for Top Shelf. <laughs> top Shelf, oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know you had a jingle for that. I would have I paused a little. I do apologize. Um, but yeah. Um, He's a lots pre- of... premature jingleator. <laughs> I heard that about him. <laughs> oh, ladies, not true at all. I'm I'm very good when it comes to jingles. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry, I'm right on time. <laughs> don't you worry. We are going to get you some penicillin for that. Anybody who's heard this podcast at all over the last fifteen episodes knows that's not always the case. <laughs> What? You didn't like my freestyle? <laughs> no, I, I think he's more talking about the right on time, not, right the, on not time. the actual jingles. Oh, yeah, sometimes you're like, waiting. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. Good morning, everybody. All right. So that's not premature. I'm more late than premature jingleator, actually. <laughs> late jingleator. Hashtag late jingleator, ladies and gentlemen. So, um,. We, um, I think we've got that on my post. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be trending, people. Three minutes in? Yeah. Seven, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Close up, because first we did the introduction. So, really, you're right. It's about three minutes in. <laughs> Hashtag late jingleator. Uh, well, uh, bring it to a serious note here for a second. Um, one of the reasons why we're doing comedians today, we have lost a, a couple um, of comedians. Um, Don Rickles passed a couple weeks ago, and Charlie Murphy uh, also passed, and uh, they just brought so much uh, joy and happiness to uh, to the lives of many 
that we wanted to celebrate uh, comedians today. Right. Don Rickles, greatest insult comic. Everybody agree? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. It was always, always in good fun, not mean spirited right. too. No. So, right. good stuff. He was, uh, he was very good at, at uh, <laughs> jabbing you, but doing it with a smile on your face, and you're like, "Oh, he's so funny." <laughs> <laughs> That's the best guy, um, I think. Yeah. And uh, he, if I'm not mistaken, he played Mr. Potato Head in the right. Toy Story movies. I, in fact, I thought that's where you were going. I'm like, really kind of odd for you to say, and he really was a great potato. <laughs> he was a great spud. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so he, he was definitely yeah, good throughout those. I mean, in, uh, what, Casino? He was in Casino and a few of the other uh, movies and stuff. Just always, always on. He was great. Absolutely, and Charlie Murphy, loved by many. Um, one of Dave Chappelle's best friends uh, worked with him on the Chappelle Show. Was a writer, uh, was in some of the skits, and um, just another funny man. Just uh, um, I heard some stories about him. Just it sounded like he was always smiling and always uh, always making laughs. Always made time for for people. In fact, in his uh, his uh, final days, a uh, fan actually came up to him in the airport. Um, he was pretty um, sickly. He was on the, the tail end of his battle, and uh, he still um, let the guy take a selfie of him and with him, and um, big smile on his face, and just a uh, just a big heart. So again, we just wanted to to uh, mem- um, <laughs> remember uh, those comedians, also all the comedians that have uh, fallen before them, um, and um, just wanted to, to celebrate and. Uh, if you're not laughing, you're not uh, you're not doing it right. This world uh, has enough troubles and uh, and stupidity in this world that um, you gotta laugh at each, yourself and each other. Yes, self deprecating humor is my favorite. <laughs> I, my we know, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's not self when it involves us talking about you. But <laughs> well, you know, I was just gonna say, with friends like you guys, I better be pretty good at making fun of myself. You know. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Um, let's see. Wait, wait, is that a joke about you? <laughs> on the podcast or in general? Yes. I've been pretty nice on the podcast. I, I was going to say, I think you've been pretty nice on the podcast. Seriously, that's nice? You <laughs> should hear him at home. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Never mind, too many jokes going through my head right then. Yeah. Must mock Joey. Um, I know your name is actually Jerry. That was a quote from Friends. Um, don't worry, I got you. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Uh, <laughs> crickets. <laughs> Literal crickets. <laughs> chirp, chirp. Um, so, um, so we're going to talk about some, uh, comedians. Again, we're going to be reaching up to top shelf, top three comedians, maybe some comedy shows that we've been to. Um, just, uh, just a good old fashioned uh, love song? Love song. <laughs> do, 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 do. I know. thought we did the love episode already. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was our quota for... Yeah, all right. You know. Just checking. My wife will be worried if I do any more. It's like... <laughs> Sorry. You just got a song in my head. I had to... I have a song in my heart. For you. <laughs> so, Jerry, you want to start us off with any uh, comedian stories? Uh... You know, I, I know he's... <laughs> Fallen into uh, ill favor with the general public, but one of my favorite 
comedy bits has always been Bill Cosby's chocolate cake for breakfast story. I love the story. (coughs) Every time I hear it, it makes me go, hey, I know what I'm having for breakfast tomorrow. (laughs) I... Daddy's baby. He made us chocolate cake. <laughs> I, I love when he's running down the ingredients and he goes, Eggs, that, that's a good breakfast item. You know, I, his, uh, his reasoning is, is spot on. I, I agree. <laughs> his, there, there's so much of that because that's on the uh, Bill Cosby himself. And there is so much of that. That's a classic. Um, just in video in general, I mean, just the whole whole hour and a half or whatever it is is just. I mean, so much of it is just real life and and just classic. I mean, the whole talking to the kids and you're you're in the base or in the uh, lower level and you're talking to the ceiling because you hear the kids walking across and all that. I mean, I find myself doing that all the freaking time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just it was just life. And uh, I mean, at the time, just too young. It's like, hey, you know. Funny, making faces and singing, dancing, all that. But uh, while, while he's sitting there, and, and oh, the dentist thing with the uh, read my member. <laughs> <Mem-y>. oh. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, just so much of that. Just, it's you know, awesome. And it's kind of funny that you censored yourself there as you were telling that story because that's one of his things: is everything he tells is clean. Right. He doesn't use foul language or even implications. I, there's a couple of hints every once in a while, but they're vague. Right. He right. has used a date rape drug, though. Well, yes. Yeah. We're not talking about we Oh, oh. Whereas... Too soon? On the complete <laughs> flip side of the coin, yeah. Charlie's brother, Eddie, does not have the cleanest mouth on stage. No. That was actually Fine. one of... never used a date... Oh, wait. There was a transvestite thing. He had a transvestite. Uh, yeah. He didn't use the date rape drug. He didn't use a date rape drug. <laughs> he just picked up a transvestite. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was just giving it a ride. Yeah, and he was hey, in his car. You, you guys saw Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. If you get a ride, you make with the head. <laughs> the rules of the road. Rules of the road. <laughs> wait, wait, is it ass, grass, or cash? Nobody rides for free. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna so, uh, back to Eddie. the road scene on, <laughs> online so people will get that reference. Yeah. Um, speaking a- of Eddie Murphy, uh, <laughs> that was probably one of the first uh, stand up um, specials that I saw. And the first. Uh, Which one, Delirious? Yeah, no, no. Delirious. Which one came first? Delirious. Delirious came first. Delirious came yeah. first. Yeah, Raw wasn't as good as Delirious, but the very first one that. Uh, I ever saw was delirious, and that was hysterical. I <laughs> yeah, I remember like being at watching it with you and Steve. Yes, I don't think I had seen that one. Uh, it was great. Yeah, I, I, I think Steve still has that on VHS tape. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yes. I think we helped move that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. and, on uh, many, many other VHS tapes. <laughs> I remember a funny bit involving G.I. Joe. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't mention it here. I'm Family show, but... <laughs> I'm wondering if that's the show that Cosby's son went to that led to the story that Eddie tells about how Cosby called him up and said, your foul language upset my son and just goes off. And then he calls Richard Pryor and tells him about his conversation with Cosby. And Richard Pryor's like, do you enjoy what you do? Yeah. Do you have fun when you're telling your jokes? Yeah. Well, then, 
at the Panini Freak. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was tell him to have a Coke and a smile and shut the beep up. <laughs> oh, that would have been a good time to use quarter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's, let's redo that. <laughs> have a Coke and a smile and shut the quarter up. <laughs> there we go. Redo. Um, we'll fix that in post. Don't worry. The, um, uh, Eddie Murphy, he could... Paint a picture while he's telling his jokes. Like you could actually see um, the story behind the joke. You could see him weave the the um, the joke in. Um, you could see the dad trying to call the dog. You could see um, his dad talking to <laughs> to his brother Gus. <laughs> Your whole family is Bigfoot, Gus. They can't climb and fly the stairs, but they can climb that quarter out of a tree. <laughs> I love, I, yeah, that was uh, that was my first uh, yeah. entrance into the stand-up comedy world. Yeah, and it's weird to think of him as the middle ground. You got Cosby over here completely clean. You got Eddie here. And then there's Richard Pryor all the way over here. <laughs> yes. Richard Pryor, Andrew Dice Clay... Oh, Andrew Dice Clay. Hickory dickory duck. And that's all we'll say about that. Yeah. <laughs> no. This is a family-friendly show. We should probably avoid the rest of that joke. Yeah. Um, Jay Moore tells a story. Uh, another funny comedian. Um, he tells a story about Andrew Dice Clay that he went to go see him after the whole Dice Man kind of thing kind of wore down. And he was trying to he trying to actually do a, a comedy um show not not be Andrew Dice Clay and uh and the audience just wouldn't let him and he goes he was he his his bits were funny he uh he had me laughing but the whole audience they were they were just egging him on to do the the uh, nursery rhymes and and all of a sudden he he just looked back into that <laughs> persona and and uh um uh, just hard to to lose the gimmick right even after all those years. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's the same with pretty much everything. I mean, even like, you know, wrestlers or anything like that, they go out and try and change the change the look, change the gimmick. And, I mean, the fans are the ones that, you know, dictate it. So, um, I think of the uh, um, Andy Kaufman yes. back, in, uh, back in the day with, um, he would go to the, the colleges and, and uh, he'd start doing his jokes and stuff that are actual jokes, and they're like, you know, do latka, you know, and everything. And he'd, he'd try to ignore it and try to ignore it. They kept going and going and going. So then he'd go and get a book and sit down and read the entire, I think it was War and Peace that he read. But he read the entire thing as latka. Uh, and until all these people, like, just left or fought, fell asleep or whatever. But uh, I think it's in uh, Man in the Moon in, in that movie. They actually show show that part. But. That was a funny character. He's yeah. a, he was a good stand-up comedian. Oh, but yeah. That was a funny character. I remember. On Taxi. I remember like that character was on Saturday Night Live, and he would just like sit in there. He would play the Mighty Mouse record, and he would just stand there and wait for his cue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it was just kind of awkwardly watching him stand there listening to a record, and then he would go. He would mime, here yeah, I mime. come to save, save the day. day. Yep. And then at the end of the record, he, he put, takes the needle, takes it off, and says, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so. 
Um there was a there's speaking of gimmicks, there's another comedian, um, did stand up for uh for a while, then uh got a role on a um, fantastic show, if you haven't seen it, I believe it's still on Netflix, called The League. Uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name. He, um, Blake, um, um, Jenny's husband. What's his name? <laughs> That's sad. Because <laughs> Kevin was right. his friend, right? It was, no, he was, oh, Kevin. he was Kevin. He was Kevin. Yeah, okay. He was Kevin. Uh, I don't remember his name, but uh, I heard him on uh, the Comedy Channel one time. And he was talking about how he loves the fans, but he also, um, sometimes the fans could be, um, a little, a little too much, uh, about his, his character. Uh, people yelling from the crowd, Chalupa Batman! <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was telling the story about how he was walking somewhere with his, his actual daughter, and, uh, someone came up and referenced the show, and... It wasn't the cleanest of all shows, so if you have all kids, right. make sure they're in bed or uh, not watching. Steven Renan, yeah. Sorry, Steven. Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> we'll put him on the apology list. <laughs> Steven Renzazzi. Renzazzi. <laughs> um, well, we're going to put him on the apology list as Kevin from the league. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Taco. <laughs> He, uh, he does music, like comedy music, and it is the most wrong, hilarious music there is. <laughs> now, I've only seen the first episode of that show, but he I remember him doing the some real, very wrong music in, at yeah, a children's birthday, party. At, children's at his birthday, birthday, birthday party, yeah. <laughs> so, I think I know what you're talking about. I in and I watched the show. Okay. <laughs> I saw that, and I'm like, this is hilarious, I'm going to keep watching this. That was my for favorite now, part. I for was like funny. five years, I watched that show. Was it Andre that threw the white party? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like something Andre would do. Yeah. <laughs> or the Jerry, as we call him. It also sounds like something Taco might do. <laughs> Taco Corp. <laughs> um, so, yeah, absolutely. It's hard to get rid of your, your gimmick once, you, once you're locked into that. To recreate yourself if you right. have a rebirth, brother. Um, like when Macho Man became a rapper. Bow wow, bark bark. <laughs> power, power, too sweet oh, to be macho. sour. Funky like a monkey. Ooh, yeah, dig it. Um, what were we talking about? Comedians. Comedians. Speaking <laughs> of wrestlers, Rowdy Piper tried to be a comedian there for for a while. He went on. Uh, this wasn't so much of a comedy thing. It was more of because him, Foley, and Jake Roberts, they do do uh, shows where they go and they just sit and talk about wrestling. Yeah, he tried to be funny though. I, oh, yeah, he? he he was trying to. Yeah, he came to Colorado a couple times with his stand up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I went to. No, but okay, then. my uh, I have. I know. Tell yeah, that's why I was. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, you went to that. Cool. I did. At, I wanted, uh, yeah, I wanted, me. I wanted yeah. to go to that, but I... it was for someone's birthday. I wasn't yeah. going to invite you to someone else's birthday party. Oh, by the way. Posers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wow. By the way, I have that and Tusk on DVD. I'm waiting to watch them until you're ready. Well, anytime, Jer. Anytime. Just call me over. Day or night. You know my number. Dial those digits, girl. You want to go to night after anyway, this podcast? No. <laughs> I want to go to sleep. Uh, who are we talking about? Viper, I think. Viper, yes. <laughs> He, uh, All things revolve back to wrestling. That's right. People. 
he was uh, um, he told he t- mostly told stories, but every once in a while he was trying to be a comedian. Uh, but his opening act, I can't remember who, what his name was, um, but he looked like he was a good friend of Piper, and he was hilarious. Really? Oh yeah, that he was. If it's a high or no, no, just oh, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> Piper was a little on. Yeah, he was. He was very intoxicated that night. And his son was there. Piper, one of Piper's sons was there. And, uh, yeah, he's got like seven kids. Yeah. Like I, I think it was the oldest, and he just embarrassed Colt. the... Yeah, it was Colt. Colt. He embarrassed the heck out of him. But uh, but the opening act, we probably should have left after the opening act. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Billy Crystal, another great comedian. He is very funny. Uh, and he's, he's another one that he's able to tell a story and, and like paint it where he can... You know, see, like, he talked about going through the door, and, you know, everything, and just leading up to the joke and everything. And they did a... Great storyteller. Him and a couple other comedians um, used to do uh, the stand-up, uh, what was it called? It was uh, to raise money for... Comic Relief. Oh, Relief. Comic Relief. Whoopi and uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, one of Jerry's uh, um, favorites okay. that might be on the top shelf. I might be... Um, talking out of school right now, um, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it was a good good uh, good show. Always funny, lots of comedians, lots of funny. We were talking about one of those on the way over here. Now, real quick before we get to that, uh, one of my favorite jokes uh, from Comic Relief was always something that uh, Juan Rodriguez said. He was talking about El Nino, and he's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, scientists have discovered El Nino." Folks, we're in trouble. When was the last time you heard of a Mexican family with only two kids? That's always been one of my favorite jokes out of Comic Relief. I, I laughed the first time. I still laugh at it today. But we were talking about how one of the things that surprised me most at Comic Re- from one of the Comic Reliefs is the sheer difference in Bob Saget between what you oh my see, gosh. see him on TV and what you see him on Comic Relief. And it just... I, just, I remember being shocked the first time I watched him on on, on Comic Relief. He put the microphone through his pants and like had, had it hanging out the zipper and having the lady in the front row talking. He is another <laughs> dirty, dirty comedian. I don't think I remember him on Comic Relief. Uh, I saw his stand up on like a Comedy Network special or something right, like right. that, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the dad from Full House!" <laughs> and like the whole time he's talking about molesting, like. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah. All this stuff, it's like, oh. It was, he, oh my yeah, gosh, he is, he is wrong on so many levels. Speaking of wrong, have you guys ever heard of the Aristocrats? It's the a, movie? Yeah. The Disney movie? No, 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 no that's, that's Aristocats. Oh, yeah. No, so the Aristocrats, just give you a little background here. It's kind of a, um, it's kind of like an insider joke for comedians. It like dates back to vaudeville. And the joke starts off the same every single time. Uh, a, uh, a guy walks into a talent agency and says, hey, I got the, the perfect show for you. Sometimes it's just the guy by himself. Sometimes it's the entire family. But uh, the guy's like, the talent agent's like, great, what do you got? And then you, this is where each comedian makes it different. They, you, they just go off the rails with the grossest, nastiest, just most disgusting thing they can think of. And they just, like, just make it where it's like you just want to vomit sometimes listening to some of the stuff they come up with. And then at the end, the guy's like, for dear God, what is this called? 
And he's like, the aristocrats. And that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I've heard the, the punchline of that. Right. I don't think I've ever seen it. But. There's a, uh, a video, a documentary uh, made in 2005 that it's, it's called The Aristocrats. And it's got like Penn and Teller. Um, Gilbert Gottfried, uh, and so Zach. ticked off a multi. Right. It's kind of like every nasty, you know. And he is he is nasty comedian that uh, you could think of. I mean, it even has George Carlin, which he does a, a little different, but uh, um, still, it's like it's got like every big name comedian that that you could think of, and they're all talking about this joke, and they all give like their own version of it, <laughs> and it's just not for kids, but hilarious. Uh, speaking of. Uh, George Carlin. I need to get something off my chest. And um, Twitter handles at AntBub44. Feel free to tweet me. But um, this has bothered me for a long, long time. George Carlin is not that funny. I'm sorry. I'm saying it right here. He is not funny. You suck. He is not funny. That's what I want to say to him. He seemed like a nice guy. Loved him in Dogma. You, you know he's not a funny. He loved him in Cars. Here's the thing: towards the end of his life, his stand-up would, is not funny. Towards the end of his life, he was more about making the political statement and the, the, the statement on choice with on Tony. <laughs> However, uh, early on, like when he first did the Seven Dirty Words, were some of his best bits. And I'm not I've just talking. Heard the, that. I'm not just talking the Seven Dirty Words itself. Yeah. But when he gets into that part about words that have double meanings, that you can. You can say one way, but you can't say the other. Like, you can prick your finger, but you can't finger... You know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I I know what you mean. And I've heard lots of Carlin. And everyone says that he's such a... He's a funny man. And he was the... Their inspiration. And and the reason why they got into stand-up. And I'm like, why? Because you thought you were funnier than him? Speaking of... I I, I don't know. I, I... just never. Yeah, uh, I, I just never got it. I disagree. Um, in fact, um, one of uh, uh, one of the anniversaries or birthdays, um, Lena actually got me tickets to Carlin out in Vegas. Um, they were doing uh, Halloween Havoc out there. George Carlin was there that same weekend, so she got tickets to both. We went out and just had fun and everything. But uh, but yeah, actually got to see Carlin live, and uh, it's actually one of the highlights of, of my comedy going. Experiences and ladies and gentlemen, just a sneak peek. Maybe uh, Carlin will be on uh, Dave's top three favorite comedians of all time when we reach up to the top shelf. Oh yeah, you know, I don't know if kids do that do this a lot these days, but I used to. You know, we would just kind of sit around and listen to a comedy album with your friends. Right. You know, uh, in and the car all the time in the car. <laughs> uh, I remember we used to sit around and listen to Adam Sandler all the time. Yeah, that too. And uh, I remember listening to Carlin's "Why Baseball Is Better Than Football" bit in the car with like my cousin or something hanging right. out in his trailer or something. Is it and, uh, that football better than baseball? No, it, he said baseball is better than football, but it it was a really funny bit. Family, you actually, don't remember I don't, that? Bit? I don't remember. You don't remember that? that? Okay, That's play. actually a good bit. Yeah, because <laughs> and I because I, I thought it was like you you advance the ball in football. And in baseball, you just wait for someone to hit it to you or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't remember I any of the lines. I do remember hearing that now. Oh. I don't remember the details, but I remember laughing a lot. Right. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, I remember doing that, and I remember listening to, like, yeah. like the first time I heard, uh, 
Jeff Foxworthy's Redneck bit. I was with you guys. Yeah. Somebody put on the CD. I, uh, I own the cassette tape that of that. That was the cassette, yes. right? Yes. And also, Bill Engvall, uh, Here's Your Sign. I, ha- <laughs> I had that CD. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Foxworthy, I, I really like the first time I hear <laughs> But it's one of those that I, oh, I get yeah. bored with, with Foxworthy after hearing them the couple, first couple times. Yeah. With Engvall, I, I, like, I crack up every time I hear him, regardless. Um, Larry the Cable Guy, that one I get bored with. Uh, yeah, there's Ron, only so much a Ron White. Get her done. <laughs> Ron White, I really enjoy though. I, I, Ron White is mm, funny. I like listening to him all the time. But, uh, we, yeah, it's funny how it's like some comedians can do that though. It's like it's hilarious when you hear it, but then when you hear it again, it's like mm, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Ron White has a a funny bit when he's talking about uh, being in London, and uh, he has a driver, and uh, um, they're going through trying to see sights and. He, um, uh, they end up going to dinner at the um, Fox and the Hound, and he goes, "I don't know which one I had that night, <laughs> but it was it was pretty horrible." <laughs> I, I, I just love the line, the whole uh, whenever his car stereo gets uh, stolen, and he's like, "They're like, well, just put down a, a brand name, you know that." It depends on the name on uh, how much we pay you as far as talking to the insurance. And he's like. And then they're like, Mr. White, I don't think Rolex makes a radio. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things that he says, and I, the first time I heard this, I was actually working for the company. And he's like, I can't talk about the lawsuit, but soon it's going to be known as Ron White's Big Ass Tower. I was working for Sears at the Westminster Mall when I first heard that. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned a comedian you dislike, Jim Gaffigan. What? <laughs> I, I, I don't think I like him for a minute, and then he Why is this guy so talking? Yeah, that. <laughs> is, is he going to talk like this all night? <laughs> yeah, that. I love Jim Gaffigan. There's, a, there's another I don't comedian. have him on my list, but I need to put him as an honorable mention now. There is another comedian. <laughs> Who's up there and he's telling a joke oh and he's routine. I can't think of what his name is, but he's up there and he's telling this joke and all of a sudden he goes, Hot pocket. I borrowed that from a friend of mine. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you don't like Jim Gaffigan. I used to That's I used to. Favorite. I I enjoyed watching him on Just Shoot Me. I enjoyed the first couple times I watched his stand up. Was that Just Shoot Me? Really? I don't remember that. With David Spade? It wasn't Just Shoot Me, it was a show around <laughs> that time though. I I, I watched him on the Jim Gaffigan show? No. <laughs> <laughs> that one would have made sense. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does have his own show on TV Land. I definitely I remember did not watch that show. I had one of his album, like an album on MP3 or something, and I was like, I can't believe this entire album is about food. <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> I was able to maintain all the food humor for a whole hour. <laughs> I bet he even mentioned it in that other voice. I can't believe he's talking about food for this entire hour. When is he going to stop that? Oh, my goodness. Oh. He's not as iconic as uh, um, um, the guy that you like. He's Carlin. Carlin. So it's it's not as a... Uh, as big a shock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't go, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> like I did with, like I was thinking with Carlin. So... What do you 
you you're swiping right. What are you doing over there? <laughs> oh wait. <clears throat> okay, Google, Google. Yeah, except I'm not on Google. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Jerry's got the Googles. Uh, are you looking at IMDb? Yeah, that '70s show he was in. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Um, but you know, I he was okay then. But it was but when he got when when he started doing the hot pocket joke, like hot pockets. Will Ferrell's got some good roles, but that was something I hated about him was how repetitious he'd get with some of his jokes when he was still on SNL. Will Ferrell. That was not really his fault, though. SNL, I mean, you, you SNL, got... SNL, it's like the writers. It's, you know, well, they, well, they do I, come I, to the table with I'm their... Kinda like, yeah, he's one of the writers. And I'm kind of separating the kind of sketch performers. I don't think I've ever seen Will Ferrell do stand-up. Have you? Um, I've heard it <laughs> on the radio. Oh, you've heard it on the radio. Really? I think I've heard him on the radio before. He's, he's a crazy, crazy man. Either on, um, it was either on, uh, like, Pandora on their comedy station or probably that local radio here. Uh, I listened to it in one. Yeah. Oh, it is. And it's, it's not local. It's actually a national station oh, that, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you can find it on iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. oh, I forgot yeah. about that station. Yeah, so look up that uh, comedy station locally, people. Peeps. Yeah, they have uh, they have uh, up and coming comedians. They have the um, flashback um, record uh, comedians. They have uh, um, staples in the comedy world. It's a, it's a good station. I know he's done at least one stand up. It's it was a Haiti benefit concert at the Wiltern, and he did a stand up performance for that. I know that for sure. And he did one as George Bush. Right. You're welcome, America. America. <laughs> United States of America. I enjoy right. Frank Caliendo's version of George Bush. Yes. He does a lot of good uh, <laughs> a good impressions. I'm not very impressed by his Jim Rome impress- impersonation. Right. Um, it's all right. He usually keeps it pretty short in order to... Because yeah. I think he knows that it's on yeah. strongest, so... I, my favorite Caliendo impression is when he starts out doing his Elmo impression, and at the end he goes, is it just me, or did that turn into Yoda at the end? Right. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear the word phenomenal, I hear it in phenomenal. Caliendo being Rome, Phen- instead of hearing Rome. Phenomenal. Uh, phenomenal. He was on uh, Mike and Mike, I think it's been only been about a year, maybe two years. Um, but he, it was right when one of the Avengers movies was coming out and, uh, they asked him to do, uh, the, um, like an Avengers draft, like as Mel Kuyper and John Gruden right. and Adam Scheffner. It was <laughs> I've heard them hysterical. <laughs> Can't forget about Black Widow. <laughs> I remember Jeff Dunham was telling a story about Zoom. he was doing the football stuff and, uh, he said that they had to explain the jokes to Bradshaw. No, that was Caliendo talking about it. Not was it Caliendo? I thought that, I thought Jeff Dunham said that they were that. No, uh, it was Caliendo that was on uh, Fox doing the the uh, uh, morning show with him. Right before well, uh, uh, Rob Riggle. Yeah, before started Rob. doing it. But Jeff had been on there prior to that, and it didn't last very long because the guys didn't. Bradshaw and Howie got tired of explaining the jokes, and they, they forced him out, and Caliendo took over a couple of weeks after he started. Right. I could have sworn that was Caliendo. I thought he even worked it into his act about how he likes to drive Bradshaw crazy. 
Hey, you in the front rows. Speaking of Jeff Dunham. Yes. He's another funny stand-up comedian. Yeah, watching him, too. Seeing him live. Uh, that was at the comedy work. At your house? Nope, comedy work. Oh, yeah. good, good, good. <laughs> That'd be awkward. Yeah, a little. Yeah. He's a funny man. Um... Actually, he was just uh, he was just here in Loveland at the Budweiser Event Center. Oh yeah, um, doing now. Hitting <laughs> the big January. It was a cold <clears throat> month, and it was one of the nights that we got a pretty good snowstorm. Um, a couple of my friends from work went up there. Oh, yeah. yeah, but uh, they enjoyed the show very much a lot. I, I do enjoy watching him by himself at the beginning. But for me, the one that sold the whole thing was Ahmed. When he first introduced Ahmed, that that was the one that really did me in. And a jalapeno on a stick. I remember uh, the old man and uh, Peanut from like back when Walter. You know, we were kids and um, all think, Johnny Carson and stuff. Yeah. I think that was the first comedy. I don't know if it was on TV or on a cassette that we listened to that together. We, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. It was a... Uh, yeah, in it, fact, I think it's right after I got a VCR in my room for the first time, and it's like, oh, look, and I'm still black and white TV, probably. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, but yeah, we put that in there. Um, it was like a Showtime special or something. Yeah. Hey, you in the front rows. <laughs> uh, good old Peanut. Oh, <laughs> Peanut. Um, any other uh, comedy... Stories, comedians, um, hmm. I think I have going to see comedians, um, stand up, sit down. Comedian. That's a little awkward, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not dating them, so, but right. it's not like so, you're picking uh, up curtains with them. Um, here in Denver, they used to have uh, Wits End over by the Westminster Mall back when there was right. uh, uh, Westminster Mall. <laughs> hey, me and John have... tried to go there. They rejected us. They said, "Oh, you guys are too young," or something. Really? So, and I'm like, it was like we were in college or something. Were you trying to do well, comedy? This I... was later than that. So John's story was like, what was John's story? He, he was like, oh, he he came up first. He's like, oh, come on in. And then I came up next to him, <laughs> and I had I don't know. I guess the way I was dressed or something. <laughs> he didn't like it, so he's like, like, you guys are too young. Or something. And he was wearing a mini skirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to enjoy more what he would call a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love going there. My favorite host was a guy named Benzine, who always joked about his name sounded like a chemical mixture. Right. <laughs> but uh, I think I did go there eventually. But back to your story. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay. So, um, went out to... Uh, to the Wits End Comedy Club. I don't know if it was a special occasion or what, but it had, uh, I know a couple guys from wrestling was there, uh, Ralph, and I want to say Shama was there. Didn't um, Mike win tickets? And possibly Mike won tickets for it. Um, but so uh, there was Blind Mike, my tag team partner, me, um, and then, like I said, I think Ralph, Shama, and Lena. I, I know Lena was there, but I think a couple others were there, but... So we're, we're there, and of course, Blind Mike has vision issues, so we sit pretty close, front row, <laughs> so he can see something going on, you know. And uh, we, uh, a guy named Chris Shaw uh, is there, and Chris is one of the most hilarious guys I can think of, but 
Uh, I don't remember any specific bit that he did, <laughs> really. But this night, he uh, um, throws out an insult, uh, you know, just kind of a, a, a joke. And, he, of course, Mike has the uh, the long mullet hair. I think somebody else, oh, me, I did too. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah. But, uh, and, you know, T-shirt and, you know, all muscled up and everything. And so... Uh, uh, Chris Shaw is standing up on stage, and he looks over and says something about, uh, you know, and unless you're a giant uh, mullet hillbilly or something, some something like that, and and everything, and and uh, he looks over at Mike, and the crowd all laughs and giggles and everything, and and uh, of course Mike doesn't put his hands up or anything. He doesn't, you know, doesn't react really because he doesn't realize he's talking about him, and uh, so then. Uh, um, so Chris goes to apologize, and he's like, um, no, I'm just kidding, man, and, and he reaches out to, to give a high five to Mike. Well, <laughs> of course, blind Mike doesn't see the high five coming, and so we're all shouting at Mike, we're like, Mike, he's trying to high five you, high five you, and so uh, um, Mike puts his hand up to, to give a high five back. Well, just at that same moment, Chris put his hand down and turned around and started to walk away. So then the crowd starts yelling at Chris. They're like, hey, he's giving a high five. And so Mike's standing there with his hand up in the air. Yeah, or not standing, but sitting there with his hand up in the air, looking like an idiot. And uh, so Chris turns around. <laughs> and at this point, he's across the stage. So he turns around. He sees Mike with his hand up. He's like, okay, so now you want to high five me. And he walks over there. And just as he reaches out to high five him, Mike puts his hand down and shrugs his shoulder. <laughs> and he goes, huh? <laughs> and so Chris, Chris is like, what the I'm trying to high-five you, man. And and so Mike goes, I'm sorry, I didn't see you standing there. And Chris Shaw, being, being a black guy, he's like, oh, what the hell? What kind of racist bullshit is this? You can't see the black man on the stage. What, are you blind? And Mike says, yeah, and lifts up his, his, his walking stick. Chris Shaw fell off the stage. I kid you not, I've never seen him. The dude fell off the stage laughing so hard. He's like, oh, shit, I couldn't write that shit if I wanted to. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we just, I mean, it was just one of those moments that just the uh, impromptu thing happened. And, I mean, it was just magic that... But it was awesome. Chris Shaw, um, I, I've kept in contact with him on Facebook and stuff. He's, he's a great guy. But uh, uh, I hope that uh, he gets bigger where more people can see him because he's hilarious. Well, since Mike didn't see him. Yeah. He, he, right. Someone right. should see him. You're right. He knows Mike now, though. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll, whenever uh, we chat on Facebook or anything, he still asks me, how's Mike? And I'm like, yeah, I haven't talked to him in like seven years, but I'm guessing he's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So one of the most famous bits out there is an Abbott and Costello bit, who's on first. But I recently saw another bit that they did where Costello proves to Abbott that 7 times 13 equals 28. What? 7? What? Math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Who's on first? Even I, said, I said one of the most hey, famous. Third base. Hey, I'm a math minor. I'm trying to figure this <laughs> out. I said who's on first is one of the most famous bits out there. But there was one I recently saw where Costello proves to Abbott that 7 times 13 oh, is 28. I have seen that. That is hilarious. If it, you it, ever get a chance to look it up, look that video up. <laughs> that is hilarious. 
I'm, uh, cause, yeah, he, he goes up there, and I don't even know how he does it, but yeah. He proves he, it like four different ways. Uh, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. And it's just hilarious watching him prove this. He's trying to get a job in, in the, the video. Um, and it's a sales position. I, I don't remember if it's a door-to-door salesman or if it's, it's another kind of sales position, but he's trying to get this job. And so he, and he tells Lou, 7 times 13 is 28. Or he tell, tells Bud, 7 times 13 is 28. He goes, no, it's not. Well, here, I'll prove it to you. And he, on the chalkboard, he writes it all out and proves that 7 times 13 equals 28. If, if you've never seen it, check it out. It's one of the most hilarious math bits I have ever listened to. How many other math bits have you listened to? <laughs> Actually, there's You questions. stole the word right out of my mouth. Yeah, I was like, there's other math bits? Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. So, and you got uh, another story? Okay, well, uh, just some quick stuff, and it, it's going to lead to a some sort of related story. So, This sounds exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, we might be kid, going into tangent shots, ladies and gentlemen. All right. As a kid, uh, I was a big comedy fan. Uh, I remember watching a show on, I think it was like A&E. It was called Evening at the Improv. Oh, yep. Yeah. With uh, Bud, um, yeah. what was his name? The owner of the Improv. Yeah. Bud. Um, Bud, yeah. Bud. Yeah. Bud. Whoever it is. Please <laughs> I continue. I, I, I digress. Remember. I just remember liking the show. Yeah. So I watched that every week, and they even opened up one in Denver recently. I finally went to it like like this year. We, we saw a uh, pretty funny comedian. His name was Lachlan Patterson or uh-huh. something. He was on uh, Last Comic Standing this last oh, yeah. season. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's, pretty, he's a pretty funny yeah, guy. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. We, we went there for like our Valentine's weekend date and stuff. So that was fun. And you and, didn't invite us? <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. All right. Next time. <laughs> next, next Valentine's Day, it's a date. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> and uh, let's see. And I've gone to Comedy Works, too, and we saw some pretty funny stuff out there. Oh, yeah, and as a kid, I've, been, I've watched Saturday Night Live since I was, like, maybe five or six, I'm telling you. It was, like, 1980, 81, because I heard about... Bud Friedman. Bud yeah. Friedman. Okay. Because, I don't know, I guess somebody told me about this Mr. Bill skit, and I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> that sounds so hilarious. So I would stay up late and hoping that they would have a Mr. Bill skit. So like, oh, no, watch. Mr. Bill! <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, so, like, I would stay up and watch that, and and I was like, gold if they, it was one that actually had Mr. Bill in it. I remember that. And then, like, as time went on, uh, I would just actually watch the show and enjoy it. And my mom would be like, you, you know, they're not going to have Mr. Bill anymore. And I was like, no, I actually like the show now. And this was like during the Eddie Murphy years, so you know, we we all talked about how great Eddie Murphy was. Yes. He was so funny on that show too. And. Uh, so, oh, and to the end, I, I watched SNL to this day. Just last weekend, we, they had the very first live coast-to-coast SNL. Last I saw your cool. tweet. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, I think I liked and, it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, and back in the day, 90s, we, we watched Sandler, Farley, Spade. And this leads to my short, short story about Farley and Spade. So they have that movie, uh, Tommy Boy. Oh. There's a scene where they're in the car... And they're singing all these songs, and then, right. and they finally get to this Spanish ballad or something, <laughs> right. and they're all singing in Spanish. Eres tú, eres tú, eres tú. I don't know. I but we were at. I don't know if it was if it was Casa Bonita or if it was a wedding party or something. But we, like the the mariachi band was going around singing. He's like, "Would you like us to sing the song for you?" And he's like. <laughs> 
You're like, tell him, this, tell him to sing the song from Tommy Boy. It's like, I don't remember what the name of that <laughs> song is. Just just pick any song, a love song or something. And then it was for you. So it, was, it turned out to be that song that you requested. Maybe they were fit Tommy Boy fans. And That's right. Flat. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Look at these fat white kids. They want to hear the Tommy Boy song. <laughs> All right. Um, just a... Uh, um, Real quick, before we go up to the top shelf, pick uh, our top three favorite comedians of all time. Um, there's a um, man that is not in my top three, um, but uh, he's uh, he's pretty funny. Uh, Aziz Asari. Oh, yes. He tells a bit about him going to lunch with his friend and 50 Cent being over at the next table that makes me, like, cry in tears every time I hear it. It doesn't matter how many times I've heard this bit about 50 Cent not knowing what a grapefruit was and the waiter having to explain to 50 Cent what a grapefruit is. It is so hysterical. He's funny all around. I loved him on Parks and Rec. Um, but that bit, I don't care where I am, what mood I'm in, um, what I'm doing... I will stop and listen to that because it just makes me wet my pants funny. I love when he talks about his, his nephew, but the, oh, yeah. the grapefruit bit is probably the funniest thing I've ever heard him talk about. <laughs> Why ain't this purple? <laughs> you got to look it up. It's it's hysterical. I wouldn't do it justice to, to do the whole, the whole thing. Um, but it's a funny, funny. He's a funny man, funny bit. Um, then that leads us to, um, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time for us to, it's time for <laughs> talking about hashtag slow late jingulation. Late jingulation. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for late jingulation. Oh yeah. Top chef, top comedians. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Once again, we are reaching up to the top shelf. Random shots, picking our top three comedians of all time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> With our hashtag late jingulator. <laughs> Sounds like a Ron Propella <laughs> uh, item. And what would you pay for the late jingulator now? <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> there's always more. Oh, goodness. Um... Let's start with number three. That's a good place to start. And uh, Jerry, I don't think you've started top shelf in quite a while. Let's uh, let's go to you. All right. My number three is uh, very politically outspoken. Was passed away in 1994. Actually, very politically outspoken guy. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, my number three also passed away in 1994. <laughs> They're two different people, though. We talked about this on the way here, just so you know. That was a great year for comedians. Uh, um, uh, Bill Hicks is my number three. I like Dante Hicks. I, I don't think I've heard Bill. <laughs> That's was curious. Bill in, in, uh, in uh, Mallrats? Possibly. I mean, all the other Hicks were. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Kevin, we love you. <laughs> I think that calls for an uh, apology to Kevin. <laughs> I think that calls for apology to Bill Hicks, because I have no idea who this man is. <clears throat> and for him to be on your top three, I need to look this man up. And I'm thinking that I've, I've heard him or, or, or seen something with him before. I just don't recognize the name to go with it. Right. It, I'm probably the same. Hopefully. 
Um, well, if I knew who he was, uh, I'm sure knowing you, you're you're a funny man. You like comedy. He must be a solid pick. Funny haha. Funny haha. Funny ooh. <laughs> So my turn? <laughs> yep. Ready? We're off to you. Uh, number three comedian. My number three is one of the first comedians I remember seeing on the improv that, that you'd mentioned. Oh. Um, his name is Dennis Wolfberg. And Dennis uh, also passed away in 1994. Oh. But uh, he's this little, short, red-haired guy. Oh, my gosh. He died? Guy. Yeah. Uh, I think it was leukemia or melanoma, something like that. It was, uh, but um, uh, yeah, he uh, he always had that joke that you know God gives everybody something big. Unfortunately for me, it was my eyes. My eyes. <laughs> and his eyes would bug out like with <laughs> And just his delivery of the 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 pacing of his his lines and everything like that with, um, and, and the timely bugging of his eyes. <laughs> But um, he just is one of those that like always stood out to me, and and one of the first comedians that I'd seen, and um, I just uh, and, and he actually was on um, uh, Quantum Leap, Gucci or something like that. You, you did oh yeah, know, oh yeah, yeah, eight or nine episodes. Gucci, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, Gucci. Yeah, he was uh, uh, like he had bad breath, uh, their lead programmer or something. Right, right. And uh, but yeah, he, he's uh, he's my number three. Um, I, again, just as a kid, you know, who just barely got a VCR and able to record <laughs> at the improv and everything on my TV in the bedroom. Uh, wanted to watch him like all the time. So yeah, that's uh, I've seen him on improv as well. He was a he was a funny guy. Yeah. Was and a... I, I very rarely remembered his name. In fact, I had to look it up for this. But I'm like. And if you Google red-haired comedian, big eyes, it brings up That's Dennis, good, Dennis when, Wolfberg. When you said his name, I'm like, I don't know his number three either until you said big eye, redhead. Uh, I'm like, I know who that is. Which is weird because I was looking at uh, looking at the guy that was on the Dean Martin roast on the way here. Right. Red hair, big eyes, uh, Jewish comedian, if I remember correctly, Jackie Mason. Okay. Yeah, yeah Jackie he, Mason. David guy. All right, Indy, let's move on to you, number three, top right. shelf. Uh, my top number three, former late night host. Uh, I would watch this guy on 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 the on the TVs, and uh, I found you know I'd go like you know his bits aren't that funny, but uh, he was on after Letterman. His bits aren't that funny, but his his opening monologue is so funny. I gotta. Every t- every t- time I was awake, I would switch the TV to his opening monologue, and I'm talking Craig Craig Ferguson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, he's and, uh, a he's a funny, funny man. And that guy's he's so funny. I've seen his stand up specials; they're all great. And I've seen uh, I oh, I, I I saw him at uh, Comedy Works. Like, Did you? yeah, really? like like right when he was starting up on in, on CBS, and uh, so like a few months after he started, after I discovered him, like yeah, so nice. that was. It's pretty a, cool to see him. He was a boss on uh, Drew Carey show. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not and, uh, sure if all of his stand-ups are like this, but he'll start to tell a joke and then get into this cussing tangent and forget what the original joke was for several minutes. Right. <laughs> and there's, he's, like, oh. there's like one of his specials where he starts the joke at the beginning, and then he goes completely around to everything else in the world. <laughs> and then like through the throughout the, the uh, special, he's like, I'll get to it in a minute. You know, I'll get to the joke, I promise. I'll tell one joke before this is over. And then he comes around, and at the end he's like, and that's the joke. 
then, I mean, he does a, a quick, goofy little punchline for the joke that he started back, you know, an hour and a half ago. Yeah. He's uh, a, a Seracon celebrity name game, yeah, too. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I saw him before he had the robot. Pre-robot. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff the robot. Yes, so Jeff the robot. He came and, on uh, later on. Uh, yeah. Right. I actually followed the guy that, uh, I, I followed Jeff the robot, the actual person, on Twitter, and uh, he's hilarious. I can't recall his name right now, but I thought he's hilarious. <laughs> Robert Thompson or something like that. Ah, there's a man behind the robots. There it is. <laughs> All right. And he does a hilarious uh, uh, Morgan Freeman. Which he wow, did a few even more hilarious than my Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh, is that what you were doing? <laughs> I thought you had something lodged in your teeth. <laughs> Why, I am uh, insulted. <laughs> it's better than my Morgan Freeman, so I, I got no legs to stand on. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, don't you know I'm a master impressionist? Don't you remember my old video? Saw <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman on uh, um, Jimmy Fallon the other night, and Jimmy's like, does it weird you out when people tell you that they think of your voice for the voice of God, and it's always in my head. And he's like, yes, yes, that weirds me out. <laughs> and then then uh, Jimmy like, went on to tell this long story about him meeting Morgan like years and years ago, and like Morgan's got his eyes open, and he just starts snoring. <laughs> it's like, get to the point. <laughs> uh, great. Number three, Indy, back to... Uh, Random shots, top shelf, reaching up to the top shelf, pulling down our top three favorite comedians of all time. Uh, my number three, uh, I'm going to have to go to uh, a guy that I also first saw on uh, Evening at the Improv when I was a, a youngin. Um, he has recently passed away as well. I don't believe it was in 19... Uh, what did you say? 84? 94. 94. I don't think it was in 1994. I think it was much more recent, like 2015. Uh, John Panette. Oh, oh, hilarious. Yeah. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. <laughs> you be here for an hour. You go now. <laughs> <laughs> one of my Apologies favorite... to, to uh, Chinese food restaurant <laughs> uh, One of my favorite bits, they're in, they're in France or something, and they're talking about food, and somebody's like, well, you know, we could jump over to Italy. Right? We're how close to the motherland? And this is the first time you've told me about this? <laughs> He was, he's a, he's hysterical. I, uh, one of the first comedians that, uh, I saw on, on Evening at the Improv and, uh, um, just had me rolling and, and, uh, just, uh, any, any of it, he, and he's, he's, um, does make fun of people. He, uh, mostly makes fun of himself and his situation. And his family. He, yeah. He does make, yeah, yeah. He, his sister brought him an arugula <laughs> and he went off about that for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Um, he, he's definitely missed, and uh, that's my number number three, John Panette. That is an excellent number three. That guy cracks me yeah. up. Actually, uh, originally he was my number three. Nice. So, yeah. uh, I guess that brings me to my number two. It does bring you back to your number two. One of the most insulting comics of the modern era. Triumph the one or insult dog. No, but me so poopot. That guy's hilarious too. Uh, oh yeah, he had an election special last last year. It was pretty fun. Ordinarily, <laughs> I, I had no idea he was still around. He was on. Ordinarily, I don't find jokes about suicide to be funny at all. I, I think they're important. Well, yeah. <laughs> but this guy actually tells one that makes me laugh, 
And he, it, he, it's a story about how this town that he went and visited, and he was talking, to, he was t- trying to make a joke about suicide. And this guy stands up and says, "We are the suicide capital of the world." <laughs> and he realized he had three choices: he could either apologize, which is not his way. Uh, I don't know what the second one was, or he could be himself and say, "Well, maybe you should move." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he did have to, he did remove a tweet under pressure from a network, uh, basically taking down a joke he made about the Boston Marathon bombing, uh, about something about not fit, not crossing the finish line. Um, Anthony Jeselnik is my number two. I have him as an honorable mention. He is a he, he is a he um, definitely pushes uh, the envelope. He uh, has been on a lot of roasts, and uh, he is a funny, funny man, but. Sometimes it's uh, not in the best uh, best taste. <laughs> well, he tells one joke about this girlfriend who got a haircut, and she comes home and asks him what he thinks of it, and he's like, it's terrible. And she starts crying. He's, why are you crying? I'm the one that's got to get a new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the roasts for, uh, roast for Charlie Sheen, one of my favorite jokes is uh, when he's roasting Charlie Sheen, and he goes, Charlie Sheen, the only reason why you have a television career is because God hates Michael J. Fox. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh wrong. Uh, it's so wrong. But so it, hilarious. It, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's a that's an excellent number two. He's a uh, he's funny. Um, not always in the best of taste, but he he is he, he is a funny. If he's rowdy, I'm gonna go with Rodney Carrington. Now, he does a lot of music um, also, but he, he does stand up and he, he uh, you know, tells actual jokes. Sometimes he yells at the crowd. Because <laughs> they'll be talking. He's like, excuse me, microphone? <laughs> Screw me, I'm an asshole. I'm here talking on the phone or talking on the uh, mic doing a comedy show. But, uh, but just hilarious um, comedian. And uh, so first time on the show, Rodney. On uh, ABC, and uh, it only lasted like I think maybe one season. Um, uh, but uh, his comedy there was nothing like the comedy that he actually does. Uh, like I said, he does sing songs as well. He's got song "Dear Penis." Um, he's got that in two different styles. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's he's got ah. like a uh, a choir version <laughs> with "Dear Penis." Nice. Also, um, the um, um, what's the boob song? Show them to me. Show them to me, yes. Um, his entire show was named that. I don't know why I can think of it. <laughs> but uh, that's another one that Lena took me out to Vegas to see, uh, Rodney Carrington. And I mean, he was hilarious. Worth every penny. Um, he was at the MGM Grand. And, uh, yeah, one of my favorite people, uh, comedians all time. Um, crack, no matter how many times I've heard every joke that he has on CD, I crack up every time I listen to it. <laughs> Both the, the jokes and the music, so. I don't think I've ever heard his stand-up. I think I remember the show, but I don't think I've ever heard his stand-up. Just you guys talking mm-hmm. about it. and Right. Uh, I remember yeah. you had the CD. We were we were driving to go see Clerks 2, and you had this Rodney CD. <laughs> you were blaring the, those funny songs. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they, they um, we did a road trip. Uh-huh. Road trip? That's the last show. Um, road <laughs> oh, are you going to talk about a road trip on <laughs> the episode that's not a road trip show? <laughs> He so, likes uh, irony. <laughs> exactly. All right. So we're uh, uh, we were on our way to the uh, CAC and had my mom 
um, uh, Kyle, um, me and Lena in the car. And uh, I was playing Rodney Carrington for the first time for my mom to hear. And uh, not everything is for moms to hear, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Titties and Beard. That's another song. I love that one, too. Uh, I remember that one being in the Watch out, your mom's boobs coming out. <laughs> My mom was laughing so hard, she had tears. Like, And she, when it got done, I was expecting, like, don't ever play that crap again, language, blah, blah, blah. She said, restart that. That was hilarious. <laughs> so we had to listen to it about five times. And Kyle, he's a huge fan of uh, Rodney Carrington as well. So we enjoyed the hell out of that thing all the way to Vegas. Nice. Andy? Alright. So, Number uh, two. So, back in the day, I was a little kid, I would watch this show on Nickelodeon called Turkey TV. Now, it had all these weird comedy bits, and it would also have stand-up comedy on it. And on this show, <laughs> you, have you ever seen Turkey no. TV? I, I remember <laughs> a little. I, I remember, like... The opening to it, maybe? <laughs> That's when you change the channel. <laughs> and then I change the channel. <laughs> but anyway, I, stuck, I I kept it on and I you watched said that it. was on Nick? Yeah, Nick, 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 and he was do he does a really funny comedy bit. It was before Church League. It was, yeah, it was before it was before he was on Saturday Night oh, Live. Then no, I didn't see Turkey TV. Okay, well, isn't that special? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he did really funny. Like the thing I remember was the really funny chopping broccoli bit. He chopping sings. Broccoli. He sings about chopping broccoli. He's on the piano. Chopping broccoli. <laughs> chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. So. <laughs> So, you know, later on he was on Saturday Night Live and he did that, like, on his very first episode, he did the chopping broccoli bit with yeah. Sigourney Weaver. And, uh, and, uh, and so I've enjoyed him. And, and you know, uh, the Wayne's World stuff that we would always watch together. So, right. so, and, and he had recently had a stand up special, I think, this year yeah. called Single White. Oh, wait, no, not single white, no, white no. male, 50, something like that. But anyways, yeah. that was really, that, he's still got it, he's pretty funny. He's on Netflix, I haven't yeah. checked that out yet. But it's really, yeah, 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 check it, it out. Good. It's it's really good, yeah. So, and, and for your listeners And it was new home, stuff, too, which, yeah. which is always good. Yeah, there wasn't any old, he didn't bring back any old bits, so it was he all He talked funny. about it, but he didn't actually. <laughs> so, did, wait, did he do church lady in it? I don't, I don't remember, he, he might have, like, did a little side yeah. comment he's kind of, as church lady. He kind of wanders off, kind of like this podcast. Okay. It, it starts in one spot. It, it's somewhere else. That's right. <laughs> it's so, called Straight White Male 60. Oh, uh, that's what it was. Male. I was thinking of, I don't know, the, the bad movie in the 90s. <laughs> Single, Single white, white female. female. And I was fixing it with that. Well, I can see how you kids too confused. <laughs> I know. I Both know. are pretty hilarious. I put one VHS <laughs> in, I'm expecting comedy, and <laughs> I get... Jennifer Jason leaving a psycho or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, hashtag late jiggleiter. Uh, good, good pick, Dana Carvey. <laughs> Definitely a favorite uh, uh, growing up. Uh, my number two. Uh, he's a um, he's a funny, funny comedian. Uh, I saw him at the uh, in Boulder at the Dairy Arts Center. Um, he, uh, he's a, a local comedian. He was on Last Comic Standing one of the seasons. Um, I know where he's going. 
Where am I going? You're going blue. I'm going blue. Man that works blue. His last name's blue. Josh Blue. Yeah. Yeah. Nice he, he he had me when we went to go to that show. He had me laughing from start to finish. I was rolling. He actually called me Chuckles. He's like Chuckles. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> I was sitting in the front row with, with my wife Mindy, and I was I couldn't stop. I couldn't, and then he called me Chuckles, and I couldn't. <laughs> I lost it even more. And he goes, "No, no, we'll wait for you, Chuckles." Oh, <laughs> uh, he was, he was so funny. We met him after the show. He came out. He was signing autographs, uh, selling merch and stuff. And uh, and I uh, came. We came up to the table. He goes, "Chuckles," <laughs> but uh, he is he is a quite funny man. He is he is. Historical winner of uh, Last Comic Standing, I believe, season four. Want to say uh, yeah? Yeah, I remember him winning. Yeah, five, something like that. Yeah, that. Uh, I don't know how many total seasons they've had, but he was kind of like there in the yeah. seasons. I think they're like eight or nine. Three or four. <laughs> um, Pete Puma, <laughs> also a funny comedian. Oh, no, number you. one. <laughs> uh, but Josh Blue, uh, my number two, and. Uh, Number one in my heart, but number two on the podcast. And now it's time for number one, number one, random shots, oh yeah. That was beautiful, man. Hashtag Uh, jingleator on time. That is absolutely true. (laughs) Hashtag late jingleator. Um, Finally gets it right. Uh, We are top shelf, random shots, pulling our favorite three comedians of all time. We're wrapping it up with number one. Start with Jerry Max Mages. Um, throw out a couple of uh, honorable mentions real quick before I do my number one. Um, if you've never listened to any of Bob Newhart's stand up, you really should. He's got some amazing stuff. Um, there's one where he's uh, doing airline announcements as though he's the pilot, and it's just it's hilarious. Um, and he really Absolutely. gets into the character, and you feel like he really is an airline pilot throughout the whole thing. <laughs> Um, John Mulaney is another really funny guy. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got some hilarious bits. The, mm. the one that the, the first bit I ever heard by him was about a place called the salt and pepper diner in Chicago. And he talks about how him and his friend went in and they played 21 plays of what's new pussycat on the jukebox. <laughs> and it's, it, it's hilarious. Uh, it, I, the first time I heard it, I was at a job site for DAS. Couldn't stop laughing. Um, Jim Jeffries may not be as popular in this house as he would be amongst some of my other friends because of some of his his content. But oh, I love Jim Jeffries. He is hilarious. Uh, he is. He is. He's another one that tells a amazing story. I would I would sit there and just listen to stories from him for yeah. hours. He's he's hysterical. He's he's he is very anti religion. That's why I said he might not be as popular around here as he is with some of my other friends. But Emo Phillips is the last honorable mention I want to bring up. If you guys have never oh heard Emo, um, it's not a gimmick. If, you, if you've ever listened to him on stage, he's really uh, – I, 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 I don't even know what his condition is, but he's hilarious. Oh, he really has a condition. I didn't know yeah. that he had a condition. Yeah, I, I wondered oh. about that for the longest time, and I finally looked it up. He really has a condition. That's why he talks the way he does. And he just – he always wanted to be a stand-up comedian, and I think his condition really – Makes his jokes that much funnier. 
Um, but um, there is one bit that if you have never heard, and if you haven't heard it, you've been living under a rock, I recommend you get out from under the rock and listen to it. The 2,000-Year-Old Man by Rob Reiner and Mel Brooks It is probably one of my... I, I could listen to that all day uh, and, and not get tired of it. Uh, my number one on the list I think is going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people like, no. My number one has done some amazing stand-up. My, one of my favorite bits by him is talking about the, uh, the, the, the downhill skier that was tested positive for marijuana and how they said it was a performance-enhancing drug. And he said it's only performance-enhancing if there's a giant Hershey bar at the end of the run. Um, he's had some amazing movies. Uh, I, I was very sad to hear of his passing uh, a few years back. But uh, Robin Williams is my number one. Yes, you guessed it early on in the show. Uh, you're abs- you were absolutely correct. Sorry about that uh, foreshadowing, <laughs> if you will. Uh, I, th- I thought it was a nice bridgeway from Billy Crystal into Comic Relief. Into, and then I, as I was saying, I was like, yeah, that's probably a top shelf moment that I just wrote. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's, a, he's a funny man. It was, a, it was very much a shame that uh, uh, we lost him. But... Um, Solid, solid, yeah. Number Gro- one. Growing up watching Mork and Mindy, it was like the perfect role for him, right? <laughs> All right. And uh, that really, uh, and and to these to this day, those episodes are really funny if you catch the reruns. Yeah. Fly me free. <laughs> Probably one of the first movies I saw was Popeye. When you, you, I love you, Popeye. You per- That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it, it, it was his first role movie role out of the gate, and he totally nailed it. Right? He was Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought I thought you'd be the one to, to mention <laughs> mention that, uh, uh, Dave. I was pointing at Dave. That's good pod right there. Yeah. You know, and and the thing is, my my favorite role of his movie role was not even comedy. As, as great as as comedy as he was, as much as he made me laugh, I think my favorite role for him was Dead Poets Society because you know he was that teacher that was able to connect with his students in, in, in such a way that you know they. At the end of the movie, they stand up on the desk. Spoiler alert! If you've never seen it, Great. to show him support, you know. It, I thought that was Dangerous Minds. No, no, that's the one where they t- throw down their guns to show support. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to say One Hour Photo when he's sitting on the toilet naked. That was a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I there have been a couple of questionable Robin Williams movies. I, I did enjoy that, but it was a little creepy. I really liked that movie. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. No, no. It's weird. It's definitely not your typical Robin Williams movie. He yeah. made that, and what was the other one? Insomnia. Insomnia, which you um, made those two like back to killer. back, so it was like two serious movies in a row, and it's like, well, what's Robin doing here? Well, there's 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 <laughs> another one too that came Did out around that? that same time called The Final Cut. Yeah, Final Cut, also. which was pretty serious. Yeah. Dave, I think it's your turn yeah, for uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, a couple honorable mentions. Um, uh, again, I, I like comedy music, so Williams and Ree are hilarious, um, and they're not overly vulgar or anything. In fact, very very little, but they do occasionally yeah. go, they sing a song about Viagra, and, and it has the word butt plugs in it, and kind of weirds out my son on that one. But everything <laughs> else that they sing is pretty good. He are they still them. making... No, I, I, I'm, I have uh, old tracks uh, I found on iTunes. Uh, from like their old records and stuff. That uh, how long has Viagra been out for? 
Right. Well, that was. Well, Bob Dole used to talk about Bob Dole using Bob Dole's Viagra in the nineties. <laughs> I'm Bob Dole. Everybody knows Bob Dole like Bob Dole. Uh, I remember seeing them in in concert at the Greeley Stampede yeah. with uh, with you and. Um, another one that uh, from the old improv days that uh, honorable mention George Wallace. I had him on my honorable mentions. <laughs> His bit about. Why doesn't Bluto take some spinach and just beat the hell out of Popeye for <laughs> <laughs> Always cracks me up. Uh, Tim Allen, his stand-up stuff back before <laughs> Home Improvement. Uh, John Heffron from uh, John Heffron. Last yep. Comic Standing. Love John Heffron. Uh, Henry Phillips and uh, and Howie Mandel. Um, oh, and Dennis Leary. Um, both honorable mentions. We've spent hours and hours and hours in the car. That was another listening uh, and quoting them yeah. forever. We, we kind of quoted. Uh, making fun of me. I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> I'm gonna get the manager. Go ahead and get the quarter manager. Bring me the head of Barry Manilow. <laughs> we were we were we were kind of quoting Dennis Leary the night. We were talking about what we were gonna do for dinner, and he he suggested that one of the ideas he had was maybe go up here to the barbecue place. But all we need is the meat, and we were acting like we were talking to the cashier. I'm like, yeah, we're we're just gonna clear everything out of the living room. We're gonna put a bonfire in. We're gonna sit around and eat our meat. <laughs> There's uh, no chairs. We all sit on the ground. I said eat, just for the record. <laughs> just for the record. Uh, so uh, this is number one. Is that right? Number yeah. one. All right. So number one. Um, so three of us like him in the room, and uh, somebody had to go and ruin that. Uh, wow, I'm just ruining everyone's number one. Here, quick, if you let me see your list, so I can ruin yours, too. George Carlin is, in fact, my number one. Um, not just for the stand-up words that, that, that he did as far as um, on television and, and uh, specials and stuff, but also his books. Um, he was uh, just thought-provoking. I mean, not necessarily saying things were right or wrong, just saying that they're there and uh, just making, it, it was like the first comedian that like made me think about things. And it's like, at first I'm like, what the, I don't want to think. I'm not my strong suit, but uh, over time I ended up really enjoying it. And uh, um, Tirza, who I'd mentioned, passed away about a year ago now, um, when we were working surveillance up in, uh, well, she technically worked surveillance. I worked security, but spent most of the time in the surveillance office with her. Um, and, uh, while we would be watching the, uh, the coin drop go on and, and everything like that, we'd have George Carlin playing in the background, just laughing throughout the in, entire, you know, 10 hour shift or whatever we were doing at the time. But, uh, um, yeah, so a lot of, uh, a lot of memories with George Carlin as far as that goes. Uh, like I said, my wife took me out to Vegas for it, for one of his shows and everything. So, uh, yeah, he's my number one. I think one of my favorite things he did was when he reduced the 10 commandments down to like two. Right, <laughs> and, it, and it it covered everything, but it was two. That's all that was left. Yeah, I just don't get it. Fair enough. Yeah, a lot of people love him, and uh, he was he was such a brilliant mind. He really was. Yeah, was less, I just like the fun observations, yeah. and uh, it's just fun to listen to, even if even if some of it's not. And none of you just mentioned that he was funny. <laughs> Observations <laughs> made you think. I don't know. Okay. All right. And uh, I'm having trouble picking a number one, so let's go to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a that was a curveball. I'll, I'll uh, come up. I'll come back. I'll come that's back. That's a solid number one you got. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, <laughs> he pulled uh, a rowdy there. Another guy uh, pulled a rowdy <laughs> right there. 
Amy is now the Minnesota Vikings of the podcast. <laughs> we just switched uh, draft picks there, so. Um, well, yeah. Who's your fantasy comedian pick? Number one pick. <laughs> well, that uh, that leads into uh, one of my um, honorable mentions. Uh, he actually had a um, uh, a Twitter uh, draft of comedians, fantasy draft, and uh, I can't remember who he had it with, uh, but... Uh, funny podcast, funny man. He has his own radio show on uh, Fox Radio now um, for uh, sports radios um, called um, More Sports, I believe. Oh, yeah. uh, his podcast is More Stories. I'm talking about Jay Moore, uh, funny man. Um, Eliza Schlesinger. Schlesinger. She is hysterical. She's another one of my honorable mentions. Uh, Amy Schumer. Um, she's got a new special on Netflix right now. Yeah, too. I saw that too. Her movie too. Um, she's got a movie where she, her and Goldie Hawn are together, and uh, she's oh, yeah. she plays daughter. Goldie Hawn's daughter, yep, and yep. that looks hilarious. Um, Patrice O'Neill, uh, another comedian that we lost way before uh, his time. He was uh, he was a funny funny man. Um, let's see who else on honorable mention. Uh, That's the guy. The, Brian Regan? The, the, the deaf ear because he blew the fire right, up right yeah. next to his wife and the doctor are yeah. messing with him. That's the guy I was trying to think of on the way here. Brian Regan is hysterical. <laughs> he, uh, he's a clean comedian and uh, um, his bit on, on uh, Flipper, that there should have been a, a evil dolphin named yes, Flipper. Yes. <laughs> with a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> um, very funny on the honorable mentions. The Impractical Jokers, they all do stand-up. Got a shout-out to right. the Impractical Jokers. Absolutely. Q, Murr, Joe, and Sal. Uh, Stephen Wright, one of the driest oh. comedians, but he is he is <laughs> had, so, yeah, so, so funny. Great Jay London, also in kind Jay of London, same, yeah, uh, yeah. same genre there. And, yeah. I'm almost done. Don't worry, lady. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a tattoo of myself on myself just an inch taller. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, his impersonation of a bowling ball. Just funny, funny stuff. Uh, Rodney, da- Rodney Dangerfield. No oh. respect. Uh, let's see. Who else do I have on here? Alonzo Bolden. He's a funny man. Uh, Richard Jenny. Hysterical. Robert Schimmel. Yo, how did I not have Schimmel on my list? Oh, I love Schimmel. Uh, Fluffy. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fluffy yeah. Gabriel Inglacius, he's he's pretty funny. Um, there was a comedian, I can't remember his name, but there was a comedian that we used to listen to his, his tape of, Southern Comedian, uh, oh, talked about the weather dog. Louis Grizzard? Yeah, oh my gosh, oh, he was, so was, that I was forgot a, to write him down, he was on my list. Yeah. Louis Grizzard is, my dad is a huge fan of him because of the fact that he's Southern and and everything, and a yeah, clean comedian, but at the same time, it was like just hilarious stuff. <laughs> Had great books as well. Um, yeah, anybody wants to look up just good, pure Southern comedy, <laughs> Louis Grizzard. Is him and it. him and Jerry Clower both are right. hilarious. Yeah, uh, Louis Grizzard. I I heard him at your house. We listened to that cassette many many times, and, over and, over. and to this day, I still say it's a trick, General Sherman. There's two of them. <laughs> 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 Uh, the weather dog bit was hysterical. <laughs> if it doesn't come back, it's going to be windy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't, I'm sitting here since we decided on this topic. In, in fact, I mentioned him earlier because you, you said something about uh, somebody's name and, and everything. And I said, 
uh, or you said it's a French name or something like that. And I said, oh, Grizzon. Because <laughs> it means wild stallion in French. Grizzard means sissy welfare uh, recipient. <laughs> Louis Grizzard died in 94 also. <laughs> a terrible year for sure. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. Jerry just pointed that out. Thank you, uh, Jerry. That is crazy. So yeah, if that was if I would have known that, and if I hadn't brain farted completely, he would have been on my top three, and I would have had two comedians dead in '94. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should but, have passed him over to you, so you could have had one, and we could have kept the trend going. That's right. <laughs> so uh, that leads me to my number one. Uh, this man is um, the funniest man that I could think of in this uh, in this episode uh he's my number one he is white but he is the blackest white comedian i've ever (laughs) i've ever heard he's transracial he's transracial he sure is he is hysterical any any bit of his i will i will listen to and uh roll on the floor um ralphie may i love ralphie may um uh, but uh, Ralphie May is my my number one. He hates DIA. Does he? <laughs> yes, he does. He's got a huge bit about hating DIA. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that. I had to look that up. About how far a... the terminal is from the runway. <laughs> I think I have heard that. Thing yeah. about it. He's like, and then you get on the uh, train. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my number one, Ralphie May. And back to Andy. Did you make your decision yet? Uh, yeah. Look. I think so. All right, let's hear some honorable mentions first. I may make first. the decision right at the real, real big uh-huh. brief here. Yeah. Um, so since it was your turn and you passed on it, and then it's coming back to you, is uh-huh. that you still being a late uh, jingleator? Oh, it's even Hashtag. more. He's a late jingleator. <laughs> Hashtag late jingleator, random shot picker. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we all got our top three. <laughs> oh wait, Indy, go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah. Honorable mentions, uh, let's see, I'll, let's see, I like, I think Joe Coy is really funny, Dana Gould, Dimitri Martin, uh, did is, we go to school with him? Oh no, that's no. Dimitri Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Dimitri mate, Martin, mate. if you've seen any of his stuff, he's, he has really funny stuff that involves, like, weird drawings that he made, but, uh, check him out, um. Uh, let's see. Tim I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to mention top. all the people that you you guys we haven't mentioned Carrot already. Top gets some some women. He, he but uh, it. you know, I got to go with. Uh, you know, I'm tr- I was deciding between Cosby and and Eddie Murphy, and just because of the you know bad news about Cosby, I think I got to go Eddie Murphy. But even though I grew up with Cosby, news, he gave women date rape drugs. Yeah, that's a little bit more than bad news. Yeah, that's pretty good for him. <laughs> Hashtag rowdy night. <laughs> I mean, that like you were talking about that that special himself. That's so funny, and I, I you know grew up watching the, the Cosby Show in the eighties and, and Leonard Part Six. Let's forget about that one. <laughs> Even though I, I think I kind of liked it at the time. I think part um, three was the best. <laughs> but now I'm like, well, oh gosh, other... what was I thinking? I just I think I just wanted to say I liked a bad movie at the time. Right. But anyway, uh, but anyway, we're going we're going with uh, Eddie Murphy just because uh, SNL I was talking about earlier before all those greats. 
characters he came up with and, uh, you know, watched in those uh, movie specials, Delirious, Raw. But we... But we've been shot! So, Uns, guys, <laughs> detied the lady. <laughs> I remember having the... I remember renting the VHS of the best of Eddie Murphy and <laughs> reliving all that stuff back. At least once every couple weeks, I'm like, I got a dollar, I got a dollar, I got a dollar, hey, 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 hey. Oh, yeah, that was... Um, but, uh, Eddie Murphy, just like your other almost number one, mm-hmm. uh, has a bad space movie as well. Um, oh, yeah. What was it? Pluto, Pluto Nash? Pluto, oh, yeah. Pluto Nash. Pluto Nash. Jay Moore was actually in that movie also. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was absolutely horrible. I've seen clips of it. Flipping through the TV channels, yeah. Uh, I did From what I've seen, not good. <laughs> but we don't remember that. We remember Beverly Hills Cop <laughs> and, uh... Forty-eight and hours and a stand-up. Raw, delirious, raw, delirious. Surprise! No Jerry Seinfeld. Nobody mentioned Jerry Seinfeld. Why are they called breaks? <laughs> they don't break anything. Uh, Honorable mention, real quick. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh yeah, yeah. the Jerry John Seinfeld Candy. memorial. Bob Hope. He's not really. Well, I'm still talking about Jerry Seinfeld. He's all right. He's not. Lean he's not pee your pants funny. No, yeah. this podcast says it. <laughs> I got a name. <laughs> <laughs> Louis C.K. We we don't. Oh have yeah, Louis he's C. oh he's on my list. He's I got his, Louis on here. He is. He's yeah, Oh my gosh, he he's a creative man. He's a very funny, very good writer. Cracks me uh, up when he yeah. doesn't have time to return that rental car, and he calls the the agency from the plane. But you can't do that, sir. But I did. But you you can't do that. Well, I don't know what to tell you because I did. <laughs> uh, Bobby Collins. He didn't make any of the lists. I don't know if you guys ever heard Bobby Collins. He was another one that I, I saw on like a evening at the Improv and the uh, VH1 half hour comedy hour. Oh, yeah. um, Alan Covert. Alan Covert. Oh, yeah. Adam. Yeah. Oh my all- God. Three of the four Porter hosts went to see him. Yeah, that was a good show. Um, yeah, I love the uh, the part where the guy kept interrupting him during the show, and he's like, I- "I'm sorry, excuse. Do I go down to Den- Colfax and knock guys out of your mouth and while you're trying to work?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So quarter. 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 Uh, Hashtag late quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Late quarter, yes. But uh, that brings us to uh, the end of this podcast. Let's uh, make some apologies here. Can, wait, I'm going to say something so, so we can add them to the apology list. Okay. What the hell happened to Caratop's face? <laughs> <laughs> he went to the Kenny Rogers School of Cosmetology or what? <laughs> I don't think I've seen him recently. Oh, he looks like a cat or something. Like, it looks like somebody oh, stepped on the back of his yeah. head and pulled his cheeks. <laughs> he still gets a lot of action. Oh, I, I he still he's has a, a lot of money, I'm sure he does. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's freaking ripped. Have you seen? Like, yeah, he's, he's like all. He, he's on the juice, and I'm not talking carrot juice. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I think his best bit was when he was like, "I'm the only guy in the U.S. that can do this. Go into the Wendy's drive-through, put my hair up in pigtails, and go. Don't make me come in there." Right. <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah, we can put him on the apology list since I asked that question. All right, and uh, I ask you this: Is it too late to say sorry? Justin Bieber thinks it is, but I do not, my friend. Let's start the apologies. We're sorry, bum 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 bum. So sorry. Oh yeah, we're sorry. 
<laughs> and uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are sorry for that. Like that singing. Singing. <laughs> um, sorry to the listeners. Sorry for the jingle later. <laughs> Kevin from the league. Uh, Kevin Smith. Bill Hicks, who I looked up a picture of. I still don't know who the heck he is. Um, uh, Chinese food restaurant uh, owners. And Carrot Top. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, we thank you for joining us uh, for this wonderful podcast about comedians. Um, support your local comedy. Uh, go out to see um, live comedy. Uh, comedy works for you all in Denver. Um, uh, improv, as Indy had said. Um, Dairy Center, even. I think Wits End is still out there. I'm just I'm not sure where it's at now. Wits right? End. Yeah. Um, but if you're not in the Denver area, uh, just go to your local... Uh, uh, comedy store or Laugh Factory or whatever you have and, uh, your and support your... And just stand outside and watch those people. That's, that's right. Fun. That's right. Um, support local comedy. <laughs> anyway. I think we got to apologize to Jim Carrey because he wasn't mentioned once oh, tonight. What? Jim Carrey, Rich Little, I mean, you're... you're Rich the Impressionist? Oh, oh yeah. God. I was going yeah. to mention the... Uh, the amazing 1990, thinking of 1994, he had that amazing lineup of three movies, Ace Ventura, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, his, like, his three best movies right. came in his debut year. Yeah. Well, his, well, debut and, starring year. But those aren't stand-up comedy. Yeah. Not, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but he did stand-up comedy. Stand -up. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes. And he did it quite well. Yes. Yeah. So we're sorry to Jim Carrey. We forgot about you. We'll, we'll bring you up next. You're forever in our hearts. We won't let it happen again. And uh, that's, that's that's the end. end. Yeah. Ooh. All right. We've been sitting down, but it's time to stand up. And I can't think of a good quote. So good night, everybody. Yeah. We don't get Here's, no respect. <laughs> Here's a guy that thinks stand-up comedy is done sitting down. I tell you, I'm all right now, but last week I was in rough shape. I don't get a break with nothing. I played hide and seek when I was three. No respect, no respect. Why they wouldn't even look for me. No respect, no respect. I was an ugly kid, I never had fun. No respect, no respect. They took me to a dog show and I won. No respect, no respect. When I was born, I brought no joy. No respect, no respect. My old man said he wanted a boy. No respect, no respect. I was an ugly kid, always alone. No respect, no respect. Halloween, I had a trick or treat over the phone. No respect, no respect. Friends don't call, my phone don't ring. I don't get a break with anything. What's the matter, Rodney? Ah, death, where is my sting? It's just rapping Rodney. Ain't that too tight? No, no. Rapping Rodney. Get out of sight. It's just 